0: It's Cassidy. Welcome to the FML Podcast. Hope you're all enjoying your night or morning, wherever you're listening from. And I <laughs> I hope you guys actually all got to check out the new Spider-Man movie because I gotta say, it was pretty good. I just took my sister to go see it and I loved it, loved it, loved it. Man, the cinematography and just the animation was just amazing. I was like... Having like a trip during the movie. I'm not going to spoil it, but it was, I'm, I'm just saying that it was that good. I am actually going to be talking to you guys about that one time that I met the Hulk, aka Mark Ruffalo, and how amazing it was and how astounded I was when I was 19 years old. So I'm 25 now. I'm glad to be giving out my age on the internet. <laughs> I mean, I do on Facebook, so. But I don't really know how many people actually click in the About section to see where I'm from and my age. I mean, Facebook does show where you're from on like your profile if you have like your settings adjusted to like the public view. Anyhow, I'm going off on a tangent already. We're not even like two minutes in. <laughs> but yeah, so this one day, um, so a little bit of a backstory so that this all makes sense. My father is on the board of directors for this place called The Players Club, and I know that doesn't sound right, but if you Google it, it's The Players Club in New York City, it's on Gramercy Park. Uh, you do have to be a member to go in, and it's a place where actors can go and they don't have to worry about getting their pictures taken, they don't have to worry about the paparazzi. Um, and it used to be Edwin Booth's house, so a little history lesson. Uh, Edwin Booth was an actor, but he was also more famously known for being John Wilkes Booth's brother. And John Wilkes Booth was the person that shot Abraham Lincoln in a theater. So, there you have it. Edwin Booth was his brother, he was a famous actor, um, and he owns the Players' Club. What's so cool about the Players' Club is that you walk in and you can see so many different things. Actors have their portraits on the wall, so all the actors that have visited or I think it's, I, I don't know if I'm correct, it's all the actors that are members or people that have, famous people that have visited the Players' Club, there are so many pictures, like there's Jimmy Fallon, there's just hundreds of pictures, of, so this place is a, is a really, is a big deal. Um, you can even see Mark Twain's original pool stick um, in there as well, because Mark Twain used to go play pool with Edwin Bruce, and I was just like, oh, that's so cool. So... Back back to the point. My dad joined this club for me when I was sixteen because I am in the entertainment industry. Well, sort of kinda. But when I was sixteen I really wanted to be an actor. I realized that, you know, I just I loved entertainment, blah blah blah. So my father joined this club for me and now he's on the board of directors. Um, I remember the first time I went to the Players Club, I, I'm not going to give anyone's names away. I'm like this guy, and you know, me being 16, I'm like, you know, what do you do, and he was telling me how he shot um, a movie with Nicole Kidman, and I'm thinking, oh my god, this is actually so cool, and the bartender, who I'm now very good friends with, was like, yeah, Jimmy Fallon sometimes comes here, and he's one of my friends. So, this place is really, really cool. So, fast forward three years later, I am 19, and there was an event at the Players Club called The Moth. Now, I have not done much research on The Moth, but I was able to see it. And from what I gathered, you get up there and tell stories, whether they're funny or sad, epic, that's what I did gather from it. I can't do not this moth series. I'm I'm at the players club and I'm helping to serve water and wine to the guests. Rachel Dratch from Saturday Night Live walks in and I'm thinking holy shit like there's so many cool people that are walking in right now but I couldn't ask for any pictures because like I said the players club is a place for actors and famous people to go without being hassled. So I, you know, was passing out water and wine, and then Rachel Dratch came up to me, and I gave her a glass of wine, and I'm just like, wow, this is so cool! Like, all my idols at one place. Um, so, I, the, the moth series begins, and there's this really lovely woman who's telling a brilliant and sad story about her brother and how her brother was killed. Um. And at the end of the of her story, she tells us that she's the creator and writer of the series called Dexter. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Um, and so I actually know the reason as to why she created and wrote Dexter. And I, I, I was lucky to have that experience and to be able to witness like a sad story, but now now that I know the story behind why Dexter was created, I fell in love with the series even more because it's badass. It's like it's like she wrote it for revenge against the bad guys that killed her brother. But again I'm not gonna go into details about that because it's not my story to tell. It's hers. So, anywho, so I've already, like, kind of met Rachel Dredge, and I got to see the creator and writer of Dexter, uh, speak and tell her story, so I'm already, like, freaking out on the inside, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, this is so cool, but on the outside, I'm just like, water and wine, anyone? (laughs) So, I'm standing there, and Mark Ruffalo comes up to me, and I'm, I'm trying not to like, I'm trying not to die because I, I love him, I love the Hulk, I love the Avengers. I'm like fangirling, hardcore on the inside. So he comes up to me and I believe the first thing that he asked me was, do, do you know where the restroom is? And I'm pointing over there and I'm like, would you like any water or wine, sir? <laughs> and he, he was, I, I kid you not, he was the most down-to-earth human being that I have ever met because he didn't—he didn't just go on his way. Like he actually stopped to talk to me, and he, before I knew it, he was telling me about his his kids in Los Angeles, and you know, he asked me where I went to school, and he was just so down-to-earth, and I was like dying. I was like, yeah, I go to this school, and. Um, he was like, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of it, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what a down to earth guy, because most celebrities, I've met a couple of celebrities, I'm not saying like I'm a hot, I'm hot shit or anything, but a lot, the majority of the celebrities that I have met, just, you know, they want to be on their way, they don't want to be bothered, but yeah, he he stopped to talk to me, and just you know, it's Mark Ruffalo, you, you know what he's up to, <laughs> he's in the spotlight, but I was like, hey, like, what are you doing, um, next, like, what's your big project, and he, I believe he told me, he's like, oh, yeah, we're just shoot, just got done shooting the, uh, new Avengers movie, and it's, it's gonna be awesome, and he's like, I'm kind of tired from it, like, not tired of it, but he was just, you know, exhausted from, you know, shooting Avengers movie, <laughs> Physically exhausted, so I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Like I, I, totally get it, and I'm saying I totally get it as if I, as if I knew <laughs> what it was like to shoot an Avengers movie. Um. So yeah, he ends, and then Mark Ruffalo ended up speaking to my dad, and they exchanged like, um, you know, some cool words. I'm not going to go into details about that because that's kind of like private. And I just realized I shouldn't blurred that out on my podcast. But, yeah, it was just so cool, but the really cool thing about Mark was, at the end of our conversation, I guess he could tell that I wanted a picture by, like, maybe the shocked look on my face, and he asked—he actually asked me if I wanted to get in a picture, and He said, yeah, you, do you want to get in a picture? And the rules of the Players Club are like, hey, if they ask, like, if they say it's fine for a picture, um, you can get in a picture, so I, you know, didn't think... Twice, And I was like, yeah, I want to get the picture. <laughs> so I got a picture with him and it's on my Facebook. Um, I think I'll, I'll add it to the image of this episode, but it was just so cool. Like Mark Ruffalo, he, he was just a genuine nice guy. And I could tell that he was, you know, he's a great human being. And if you guys go and, I think that there's a documentary of all the things that he went through. Um, his life was in danger at one point, so I have, I have mad respect for the guy. I mean, he's he's just wonderful, and and to portray the Hulk, it's just like incredible to me because I've um, the Avengers have really like um, helped me through some tough times. Whenever I'm going through a tough time in life, I always turn on like, you know. Captain, Captain America, well, Thor, I have to say I like Thor a bit more, <laughs> Thor, but my go-to, the newest Avenger is Spider-Man, I was actually gonna say Spider-Man first, but I know that he's the newest Avenger, and you guys would be like, no, that's Sony, and I'm like, no, he's an Avenger now, but I usually typically watch Spider-Man and binge watch like the Tobey Maguire spider man Andrew Garfield, I don't know what it is about the, um, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it just, it just puts things into perspective for me, um, and not that I want to sound like a dork right now, but that saying that Uncle Ben says to Peter Parker with great power comes great responsibility, and I, I carry all those lessons throughout my life, or I at least try to I don't want to sound like pompous you know but I I really do think about you know it's like when I'm going through a tough time it's sometimes hard to clear your head during those tough moments and you just think like you know where do I go from here and how do I get out of this tough sticky mud that I seem to be sinking in and then I'm constantly reminded by the Avengers that, you know, we, we're, we're all superheroes, like, we're all a hero to somebody, whether we believe it or not, and I didn't really realize this until it just, it just hit me, I'm like, wow, I think, because when I go through depression, I think of myself as, like, a nobody, a nothing, a loser. But then I remember that my little brother looks up to me, you know, my sister's friend looks up to me. People, my friends on Facebook probably look up to me. Um, my, my mom, like, looks up to me. My mom is counting on me to, you know, drive, drive the family through and drive, you know, my siblings to be successful and to strive for value. And I know that my mom really looks for that in me, especially when she passes away, because, you know, like, when we don't have, like, when that time comes when I don't have my mom anymore, you know, I'm the oldest (laughs) of four, so I'm going to have to step up to the plate even more, so, yeah, the the Marvel heroes really teach me that, like, I I can be a hero, I don't have to be a hero to myself, but that doesn't mean that I'm not a hero to anyone else, like, I, I didn't, I actually didn't realize that I was an inspiring person, and I'm, I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm so inspiring, but it really, it really did hit me, and I want, I want you all to, to realize what I'm saying here, is that just because you don't value yourself doesn't mean that people don't love you, you know, it's something that I've always thought, I've always thought, like, you know, I don't, I don't really love myself, that much. I mean, I'm actually growing and getting better at, at doing that. But um, I would always get shocked when people would say, like, "I look up to you. are an inspiration." And I would just be like, "Wait, you you look up to me?" I'm like, "I just suffered through like the biggest depressive episode of my life for an entire week and ate ice cream in bed, and you look up to me." <laughs> but you know, it's like, with, with that great power comes, like, great responsibility, so, you have to, you, don't, it's like, don't let yourself down, but, like, I don't know, it's confusing with what I'm trying to say, <laughs> I'm like, don't let yourself down, don't let other people down, I mean, it's confusing with what I'm trying to say, because I want you all, to the people that are listening, I just want you to know that you are valued, but I also know that some of you that are listening, you know, I don't know what you're going through. Um, and I can't change the way you think. But if you could know that one person is just proud of you, and if you could feel that, yeah, it really makes a difference. So that's why I was so humbled to meet Mark Russell, because I followed his story, his, his documentary, and. Um, you know, there's a documentary about him on on YouTube, you guys know, should really check it out, how he he almost died, and not only did he survive, like, death, but he's such an inspiration to all the young people out there, and he's, you know, he's playing the Hulk, he's Maddie and 13 going on 30, I can name so many of his movies, but I, then I'd be here for hours, but, like, he's just, like, man he just he's one of my top five role models yeah he definitely is because if he if he can overcome like a new death experience and be a superhero imagine what we could all do if we thought like that like imagine imagine how much better the world could be if we all started thinking positively because you know what they say It takes more muscles in your face to frown, and it takes less effort to smile. So really, be happy and just being positive is kind of like effort, and it's contagious. You ever like sit in a room and you have that one friend that has like a funny laugh, and whenever they laugh, you laugh? It's like, I I sometimes think, God, what if we could, what if we can just like infect other people with our laughter? You know, make, make them happy. You know, show, show someone how much they're loved. Tell them that they're an inspiration. You know, if, if you've ever said anything mean to someone, just send them a text and say, hey, I'm sorry for what I said. I'm, you know, we're not perfect. But I just realized, <laughs> I, just realized I went off on, like, this whole tangent of, like, I go from, like, hey, I'm going to talk about Mark Ruffle and how I met him to, like, you're all about Well, I mean, that's what I really wanted to get at, is that, you know, Mark Russell taught me that being down to earth is much more worth it than being a prick of a celebrity. So to all you celebrities out there um, and to all the people out there, whether whether you're Tom Holland and Spider-Man just kicking off here. Acting career, or whether you're a single mom, or a doctor, or a police officer, or somebody that's even unemployed, I just want you guys to really know that you're all worth it and that no one can bring you down. And that concludes today's episode on the FMO podcast. Wowza! I made this under 20 minutes. I'm so proud of myself. And if you guys actually want to stay tuned, I might be making a YouTube channel soon. I might be thinking. I like singing. I said in the like I'm going to get I'm kidding. I'm not going to kill anybody. Okay, guys, I hope you have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.